This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com What up, guys? Welcome back. I'm Titus. Yes, it's time for another episode, and I want to say thank you guys for joining in, tuning in today. For all you early risers that get up early, my uh, 3 a.m., 3.30 listeners, whether you're on the East Coast or you're in California and you're starting your day at 6, whatever it is, thank you for joining me today. And today, I'm Ryan Solo, and I want to go over the gear guide. I'm just trying to get Travis in here. But uh, he's doing some overtime, and then Thomas is still on his elk hunt. Give you guys a little bit update on that, actually. Um, Thomas called me for the first time. He left Wednesday and called me on Tuesday. So I didn't hear from him for about a week, almost a week. And uh, he said he found them. He is in on them, and they've been working them hard every day. They, uh, a John Teeny went with them and my dad. Um, they kind of split up a little bit trying to get the elk once they got him they've been putting on the work and he thought a couple times he was going to get a shot and then the wind switch i guess they've been dealing with a lot of winds so i'll let him talk to you more about that when he gets back but just give you a little update before he fully gets home and then we're getting ready to go on a trip and go duck hunting here pretty quick so um just getting everything prepped getting guns ready boats ready shells licenses decoys all that good stuff but before we go any further in this episode, I wanted to say a huge, huge shout out to you guys and thank you for us hitting. You want to hear me anymore? I know you guys about hitting a thousand subs on the MVM Show YouTube channel. So thank you so much for that. Everybody that made that happen, we're well over a thousand now. 
And so I'm not going to be obnoxious anymore unless I bring it up like, hey, go check this out. There, This is on it where you can actually watch it. There's sometimes I show stuff on that that you can't see when you're listening, just listening to it. And so uh, thank you again for that. And now it's in the process of being reviewed by YouTube. The only thing, and I don't want to bring a negative note on a positive vibe, but they possibly, I'm curious to see how it's going to go because they already actually deleted a video and they reviewed it by a human. I um, fought it. Um, <clears throat> I put it on Instagram. I fought it. So there's nothing in here. There's nothing. We were talking about shots and COVID and this was way after COVID. It was pretty much over and we weren't saying all oh, this way or that way. We were just giving our opinions and they completely deleted the video off the channel. So no longer there, but you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, everywhere on the listen part. But on YouTube, you cannot watch it no more. It's completely gone. You won't even see it there. You'll see a gap in the episodes. And I believe that was episode, what was that? I think that was like 190-something, 198. <clears throat> this was my title, Anti-War, Find the Truth, and Dirt Cloud Fights. And... uh if you only watch on the YouTube channel, you should go listen to that and tell me what you think. Because, I mean, it's ridiculous um, that I that uh, even we talked about putting effort in to find the truth. We talked about the Dresden carpet bombing. We talked about being anti-war from experience in war. And then dirt cloud fights with my buddies. Yeah, stupid. Anyways, so the only concern I have with the YouTube thing is that they're definitely going to monitor that, and maybe some won't, some episodes won't be on YouTube, I guess. I don't know. I, I really don't want to do that, and I really don't, but the only issue is they gave me a warning, and the next step is a, uh, what do they call it? Because it's a, no, see, is it a warning? I think it's a, oh, it's a flag. So you get basically three strikes strapped. So you get a warning, and then you get a first first flag. It's not a flag. What do they call it? It's like a warning, but it's not because they basically shut your whole channel down for a week on the first one. So I got a warning at my next one. Uh, they'll shut my channel down for a week. Won't even be able to find it. The second warning, I think, is two or three weeks, maybe even 60 days. I can't remember. And then the third one, they completely wipe your whole channel out. So, like, yeah, I don't want that to happen because... I've been working on that, putting videos up, and that's so much extra work. I would just be want to cry. <clears throat> so I guess when I get something that's going to be whatever, I'm going to have to just only – you're going you're gonna to have to go listen to it on like like Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever. So anyways, that, I'm done with that. Just warning you, if you see some gaps in there, that's what's going to happen. But duck season's upon us pretty much. And so I really won't be doing much of that like more political style stuff until after season. <sighs> Excuse me. So let's begin. I want to go over California Waterfowl's um, gear guide. And if you're not from California, that's fine because it's just gear in general. It really has nothing to do with California specific. But I really like the, this episode. I think I'm going to actually make this my, this, this will be my thumbnail or something, but um, it's just got four Drake Spoonies in the front, or should I say, Shabbalas. And, uh, they're pretty plumed out. Two, one's really nice. The other three got a little speckling in the white on their chest. But anyways, 
Um, I just wanted to say before we get started, definitely support. If you're from California, support California Waterfowl. It's not that much money. Um, I think if we're waterfowlers, we should be a part of it. And I'm not saying I've always have been, but some years I forget to pay in my dues or whatever. But for the most part, I've been one a member for a long time. And uh, they do, they really do do a good cause for your state. If you're from California, obviously, if you're not, you don't want to do that, probably. But uh, if you want to, you're more than welcome to. But uh, it's a great organization to support, and these guys are constantly out there trying to do good stuff. So let's get into it. California Gear Guide, or just Gear Guide in general for waterfowl. And not picking at all, but I'm sure a lot of these in the Gear Guide probably has to do with sponsors i'm just saying i'm not 100 sure on that i'm i don't think everything does but i'm sure like you'll see ads in here for the same stuff that's in it that's probably just chance i don't know i'm not picking but this is their gear guide this is kind of you know everything that you need so i'm just gonna kind of brush over some i'll talk about some i'll just move on but uh the first one is the benelli super black eagle 328 gauge and it comes in at five and a half pounds uh which is basically, I think, the same as mine. Mine's the Benelli Ethos, so basically same gun, a little bit little bit of differences. The funny thing is when I bought that Benelli Ethos Cordoba Best, they came out with the Super Black Eagle like a month or two after I bought that, which it wouldn't have mattered. I, I still would have bought what I bought. I, I really, It's really just the, the camo. Um, there's no porting on the barrel. I know that. That's two differences right there. I know there was something else. I can't think of it. Excuse me right now, but... um. I mean, they still got the comfort tech. They got the easy tech, like all these things, the same, same things, the comb tech, you know, for where your cheek rests on and all that good stuff. So, but they just don't have in the Cordoba, they don't have like the camo and all that stuff. <clears throat> so that's in here. And that's saying the black is $17.99 and then the marsh or timber optifade camo is $18.99. So yeah, it's definitely not a cheap gun. And you guys, most of you probably have seen my review on YouTube with that. The next one is the Fioki Golden Waterfowl Bismuth. I actually never heard of their Golden Waterfowl. I don't know if that's new this year. Actually, it does. It says right here. Fioki's new Golden Waterfowl Bismuth shells use high-quality shot. Loaded into completely sealed holes to give 12, 20, and 20-gauge shooters reliable, hard-hitting shells with much more downrange energy than steel. Yes, you know I've talked about that. I beat that horse. It's funny, though, because people still think because you're shooting geese that you've got to shoot two shot. It's just, it's something people have been drilled into their brains probably for years and years. But I'll tell you this, what were guys using? Talk to the older guys. Uh, for instance, Kirk McCullough, he was back in the day when they were shooting lead for years before they ever went to steel. And he talks about shooting nine shot. Well, let me tell you something. Bismuth is just almost as heavy as lead or as dense, I should say, for lack of a better term. Has lead, so I, there's not really anybody that makes nine shot unless you're getting turkey loads right now, as far as waterfowl goes. But you could literally use nine shot and be totally fine, and you could use that on ducks or geese. I mean, I'd probably use six, I guess, if you want to be super particular about it. But like, if you're shooting like tungsten, shoot nine shot, shoot nine shot at ducks, shoot nine shot at geese. I hear a lot of guys say, Oh, you. You know, you don't know these thick, plumed, downed out, you know, downed out uh, geese on the East Coast. I'm like, guys, I, I'm sorry, but you know, I don't, I don't agree with that. I do not agree with it, and I would, I'd be more than happy to put you up for a steak dinner. I really would. Um, 
I would bring that heavy, and I and I'll say heavy twelve. And yeah, it's expensive. I know not everybody's gonna use that. Now, if I'm shooting still, yes, that's gonna be totally different. I'm not talking about still. Maybe that's where we're getting our confusion. Maybe those guys are saying if I'm shooting still, I agree with you on that. There's no fight or argument there. I think they're even talking about because I was saying oh, I shoot three inch six shot bismuth with the twenty gauge, and they're like, you would never do that with the uh. With a heavy late season goose from Maryland or whatever it was, somewhere on the northeast coast, you know, and I was just like, I didn't, I don't remember if I replied back, but I'm like, yeah, yeah I would, I absolutely would. Um, our birds up in Northern California in the in December are uh, those temperatures aren't exactly warm up there; they're getting down to zero and all that stuff all the time, so. Regardless, it's not even just about that. It's about the penetration that the heavy, heavier, denser shot has, such as like heavy twelve or heavy bismuth. So, anyways, and I and ask actually if you if you don't want to take my word because it's heavy shot, talk to guys that heavy are at boss, and they'll tell you the same thing. A lot of those guys are or we shoot for the first couple of years they came into existence, they were shooting two and three quarter sixes, two and three quarter fives or whatever fours. That's what those guys were using on geese. So that's even less. So they would stand by what I'm saying, I guarantee you. All right, let's move on. Um, also, Big Lake calls Pintel Passion Whistle. It's funny because I've seen these. I didn't realize they were the Big Lake was the brand. Oh, yeah, I did because it's a Pacific Flyway necessity is what they're calling it. But it's uh, – where's this guy out of? He's got a website, BigLakeOutdoorProducts.com. It's 40 bucks for this whistle. It's like a three – ended whistle and it will do uh till i'm sorry the sprig it'll do the widgeon whistle it will do drake mallard and then a till peep and it's like a three in one and, and i've had that call before i don't remember what happened to it but uh yeah anyways that's that's actually a really good call uh then that yet they got a yeti m20 325 bucks for a little uh what is it holds 18 cans <laughs> uh, it's funny um, the, uh, the gun, they actually have a left-handed super Winchester, super X4, SX4. This gun comes in at 13, 1999. And I know that's a good gun. Like if I, if I had to buy a gun, I was trying to get lower in cost. I definitely would buy the SX4. I, I think that's a great gun. I've, um, shot it and I've, you know, worked the, <clears throat> uh, the action, all that stuff. This is just a clean gun and I've never heard really as far as I know, many people have problems with it, but it's cool because it's actually a left-handed gun. And I don't think a lot of brands are making left-handed guns for guys. So if you're a left-handed shooter, definitely check out the Winchester SX4. Left-handed. And it will shoot. You can get up to three and a half inch on that too. Um, the next one is the Rig'em Right Lowdown Backpack. That actually looks like a pretty sweet backpack. You can put like hearing protection, binoculars, uh Comfortable. It's got comfortable straps, sunglasses, binoculars, thermos, and accessory pockets, as well as carry handles and a daisy chain to clip your carabiners onto during the hunt. It's made out of rugged nylon and optifaded wax cotton with a semi-rigid EVA bottom. It can stand on, which is really nice when you're wanting to stuff step. It is one thirty nine ninety nine though. Uh, Die bombs got some V two FF fully flocked, speckled belly silhouettes. Um, those are 125 per dozen. This is interesting. I've never seen this brand. It's still pretty expensive, though. It's a 70-liter um, water-resistant storage container. 
So it's it's not a nice chest, but it's uh, duck hunters need to transport all kinds of stuff, and the Ruck 70 liter make a unique water resistant storage container that you should be able to find all sorts of uses for. It's soft sided with a collapsible spring steel frame. Uh, it's made out of waterproof nylon on the outside. It has a small clear window on one side so you can peek in and remember what you have stored inside. That's pretty cool, but it's 265 for that. Uh, then D Dakota Decoy Extreme Silhouettes. Um, and they're back in stock. I think they were out for quite a while. That's a hundred bucks for, uh, I believe what, a dozen. It says skip the full bodies or mix any few stick two dozen of these in the ground. Yeah, I think they're a hundred bucks for a dozen, but yeah. Oh, Bill Wilroth. Guy's been around for a while. Been hunting. He's out there putting some new videos out this season. Pretty good. Uh, but anyways, I feel I feel like Dakota decoys makes a good mallard. I really do. I like their I like the posture on their decoys for their mallards specifically. <clears throat> and the packable um their packable decoys, which are the lighter ones, it's got a little plug in it. They're super, super lightweight. I just love the head posturing on their mallards and the paint jobs and the brightness of the white on the mallards on those. But I will say this, I would never get flocked again. And he even says that in one of his videos on Instagram. He's like, if I had to pick, I would say pick without the flocking, no flocking, because it wears off over time. You got to replace it or, you know, reflock the heads. And it's just like, man, yeah. So I, I was big on flocking. It's like, oh, this looks more realistic. But I don't know if that was just caught up in a trend thing. I mean, I feel like looking at him, it's like, oh, yeah, that has that look. But from a distance, you look at it and you're just like, it don't got that pop like a real bird does. It almost kind of looks too subtle. So, I don't know. We're crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> Changes all the time. Oh, man. I've been on that flocked kick for about two or three years, and now I'm just like, I was, comp what it was is I had my decoys out with the flocking in the dull, kind of duller paint, because I used to always say, oh, put the matte coating on it. Take the pop out of it. Take the shine out of it. Well, I had mine out there, but next to a guy that actually puts shine on his, and I was like, from like 40 yards, I was like, man, those actually look more real, and they pop more, and that's when the light switch came on. I'm like, okay, now that I've seen them two compared in a real scenario, I'm like, well, I just told all these people to put my <laughs> clear coat. I really think now it actually looks better with the shine or just how they come from the factory, so, oh, well, we change. All the time. Uh, Yukonuba puppy food. That's new this year. Man, dog foods went up. I think my Yukonuba used to be 75 and now it's like 90 bucks a bag. It's like, mm. <clears throat> I will say I'm not going to change. I'm buying it myself. I'm not sponsored by it or nothing. I was for a little while, but I still buy it. But I'm just like, oh, 90 bucks, man. Come on, guys. We can do better than that. But that's good stuff, man. That 3020, and like it keeps rocking in shape for season. And man, he built some muscle mass. It's crazy how muscled up he gets during duck season. When I used to feel them, feed him that Purin or Pro Plan, it would go right through him. He'd take a dump, for lack of a better term, four to six times a day. This stuff he goes twice a day at max. And so, it, which proves he's retaining it. <clears throat> uh, next. They got a First Light LZ jacket. Um, I don't know. I wonder how many people are into the First Light trend right now. 
um, cause I, it's all trends, right? Like if the gear's good, I don't call it trend. Cause you know, people have called us trend people like, Oh, you went to Sitka. It's like, yeah, you could call it trend or you could call it like, okay, I tried it out. It's junk. I'm getting rid of it or it's really good. I'm keeping it. So I'm curious if any of you guys want to comment on the YouTube channel, if you've tried out the first light stuff, it looks like quality stuff and I see a lot of people wearing it. But when you're invested as much as like Thomas and I and like Travis, we are, you don't really, I'm not going to switch. Excuse me. Unless the, unless it was better, but I mean, like, there's no complaints. Like, I don't get cold with Sitka. And just like you guys, if you're wearing something other than Sitka and you're happy with it, why switch, right? Why spend that money? But I, that's why I've never, like, tried to tell people, switch to Sitka. They don't pay me nothing. And even if they did, I wouldn't just tell you that. You guys know me good enough. I'm going to tell you the truth. There's some stuff coming up that I'm not, you might see me in and I'm not going to say much about it because to be honest with you, I'm not like fully, I'm not convinced in it. So I may help out, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> in some ways in other things, but then there's some things I'm like, I'm not going to put my stamp of approval on that because I don't believe it. So anyways, I'm just, when I believe in something, I really believe in it and I talk about it, but it's not like I've, even if I believe it, I'm not going to try to tell you just buy that. Don't wear Walmart brand. I'm just telling you, I've wore those brands and they last for a year or less, you know, you, you know what I mean? You just, you gotta, you gotta upgrade, but I'm not, I'm not going to sell all my sick of stuff just to move to first light. You know what I mean? So that's the same thing with everything, no matter what brand it is, you know, there's so many stinking brands, real tree, everything. There's so many things out there, but anyways, it looks like a really nice jacket it says it's waterproof. Uh, it features two large man. Magnet, closed pockets for ammo. That's cool. Chest pocket and high hand warmer pockets backed by zip pockets that give you access to whatever you're wearing beneath. The inside of the arms has black casting stripes to help your dog read hand signals. That's cool. That is cool, actually. Because I will tell, I can tell sometimes Rocky has a hard time seeing me. <clears throat> it's weird, too. If it's a long retrieve when he's coming back, you can almost tell like he doesn't see me. And so, you know, if they're colorblind, the dogs are colorblind, <clears throat> I could totally see why that is. I could tell, like, if he's, like, 80 yards, 90 yards out there, was chasing a cripple, coming back. He's, like, coming back. You can tell. He's, like, where are these guys? So that's kind of cool having the... Um Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Black stripes on the underarms when you're giving hand signals. 
And then it says, and the belt lets you hitch the Parka Link LZ up when you're picking up decoys. Oh, that's cool. So basically, you can ro <clears throat> roll it up. Excuse me. Man, I got a frog in my throat. Hold, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the Franke Affinity 3 Cerakote. That's $1,099. I will say Franke Affinity 3 is a great gun. I got it in the 20 gauge with the 26-inch barrel. Great gun. No issues yet. And saves a lot more money than it is if you're buying a Browning or Benelli. Uh, Kent Fastel 2.0. I think most of us know about that. That's been around for a long time. Uh, Mojo Flock of Flicker 2. So portable and lower key than a spinning wing decoy on a stake. It spins. This is the, the two version features a longer, or I'm sorry, the two number two version features a larger upgraded housing with a rounded top. Okay, yeah, I can tell that by the picture. <clears throat> Finger grooves for easy battery changes and clips to hold the decoy line during storage. They have the same intermittent settings and high-speed wings that are white on one side. Brown on the other to add realistic flasher spread. 100 bucks for a four-pack, so that's cool. Yeah, some people have a lot of good luck with those. I haven't really used them much. Uh, kicks. <clears throat> kicks is on here, man. I still have, My heart's still for kicks. I, I do. I really like kicks. Um, they're high-flyer choke tubes. And I still think it throws a great pattern, but I do love the Powder Master because the shot string hit it all at once. And yes, I have been watching all of uh, uh, Joel Strickland's videos. He's a buddy of mine from Surviving Duck Season, and he's been doing an amazing, amazing episode on <clears throat> patterning a shotgun, and I need to get him back on here and talk about that. Actually, I need to text him and say, tell me the truth. This is the short shot, short shot shot string matter but um, he's doing all those tests he's he's seeing each ammo what it looks like you know how long the shot string is how you know it's funny because Fioki really performed very well it stayed together uh, there were some other brands man they were just like so spread out you know like I can't remember was it at 40 yards there was one that was like at 18 feet so that's what I've been telling you guys though this, this video does prove what I've been saying even though I technically didn't have video proof there was just, it was hearsay, but it is proven what has been said for a long time. I want to say that Fioki was like, at, I don't want to sound stupid, but I want to say it was like less than five feet, three or three to four feet at 40 yards. That's crazy. And I've shot Fioki before. In fact, I don't, might have a little bit. I don't, no, I don't think I have any left in my closet. But anyways, um, check that series out, guys. And he's got a long ways to go. He's got so much footage to I was like, man, he can make videos for, like, the next year on that and drop one every week or two probably and have a new footage because, I mean, there's so many chokes that he's going to have to test, so many ammos, and that's all just the one or two guns he's going to use. So that's a, that's a whole nother ball game. So, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, back to the chokes. The kicks is great, but I will tell you this. No matter what the, <laughs> the data says, when I hit a bird with the kicks, Pattern Master Code Black with the shorter shot string, supposedly. But they say, I don't think they would lie about that. I'm sure they had to test that somehow. It pummels the birds. And it, I mean, I've had birds blowing feathers off. I've had birds back flipping, you know, like, I, and I, I've had times where they did that with the kicks, but it's consistent. And I did that because Jake from Chasing Green was telling me about it. And he's like, dude, and I go, man, what choke are you, dude, you are pounding birds when you hit them. I mean, just, and the meat's good. You're not ruining the meat. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, the Powder Master Code Black Duck. And so, anyways, 
Check that one out. Either one of those chokes are really good. I know I haven't tried the Jebs. I haven't tried a lot of them, but, man, you can only shoot so much ammo to test, and it's like once you find something really good, it's like, okay, I'm going to stick with this. Next up, Sport Dog 1825X. I did have that one for four years. It's very expensive. It's three fifty nine ninety five, and I'll tell you this. For year one dog, for hunting like we do, it's really not necessary um, because – uh, you can basically control up to six callers at once. Um, I don't know about you, but I don't really have a need for that. And I think it does two miles, I believe. Maybe a mile, mile and a half, something like that. So the reach. <clears throat> uh, I have I switched to the 425 this year. A little bit smaller control. As, well, unless they changed it. So maybe that's why it's smaller now. But the, the remote's smaller and the actual caller and the thing's just a little bit more compact. It's nicer. Uh, I got the 425X. And uh, it's great. And But I think it goes out to 500 yards. And you say, why would you ever need one over 500 yards? Well, if you're doing long blinds or something like that, you could definitely do it. Or maybe the dog just chasing this bird. I mean, I never want my dog to go out that far. But I could think of scenarios why. So anyways, I use the 425 and it's 200 bucks versus 359 uh, the next one here, <clears throat> I never seen this brand until I looked at this, was the ESP Apex. It says, too many hunters don't wear hearing protection because they want to hear the calls, which is true. I'm guilty. Um, they want to hear the whistling wings and the jokes in the blind. The ESP Apex allows you to hear and amplify all normal sounds while automatically shutting off to muffle any sound above 90 decibels. They also suppress wind. And feature both volume and tuning controls. The Apex plugs are custom molded for better protection and for comfort, and they're completely waterproof just in case. See, I like Tetras, and I like the ones I have, and they compared to other ones I've tried, man, like 30 minutes, your ears are sore. Like the Tetras, the first day, a couple after, a couple hours, your like, ears are a little tender, and then the next day, I wore them all day, and I never had any issues. <clears throat> so I will say the... The lower end Tetras that you put in and like twist in are pretty good, but I really would like to get the the molded ones. Um, and it's just like man, the cost so and it is worth it to save your hearing. It is hundred percent. Like nothing, I I will be the first to say that. But I will say, for you and me, I guarantee you, it's hard for us to pull that trigger on that because it's just a lot of money. And I think the molded ones on Tetras are like. They're well over a thousand. They might be fifteen hundred, but I mean they are cheaper than this one. This one runs this ESP Apex is twenty five hundred bucks, and they said you can look these up on ESPAmerica.com. So if you want to check those out, um, they look good. Like they look comfortable. I like that you can tune them and all that stuff. But ah, I don't know. <laughs> I need to though. I went on that pigeon hunt, man, and I didn't have that was so stupid. I just completely forgot, and then we're standing under this awning thing, and it's just like ouch. Hurt. It was not good. I was so mad at myself for forgetting plugs. Cannot do that. Um, next up is Banded. It's called the Banded Aspire Firebox Jacket. This does look like a cool jacket, and I'm into solids right now. It's a tan color, but Banded's top of the line, fully waterproof, fully breathable, air permeable, event fabric technology, and 3-in-1 construction make the Aspire Jacket a piece to build your waterfowling outfit around. The 100 gram Primaloft liner keeps your 
Keeps you warm on cold days and zips out either to be worn on its own or for mild days when you want to wear the shell alone. The shell features zipped hand warmer pockets, chest pocket, and underarm vents, and the fabric has some stretch to it, so gives it gives when you move. The waiter link jacket comes in bottom land, max five or ten. That's six hundred bucks for that. Um, hmm. yeah, I laugh. I laugh at these prices because all these people just bash Sika, and I'm like, everybody's doing it. Guys, I I like Final Approach, but I'm there. I'm telling you, the prices aren't a whole lot different. <laughs> it's really not. Like, I just don't want people bashing. I don't. Why? Why are companies bash on each other if their prices for the same setup is basically the same? And why do duck hunters of all people? It's not even their brand, and they're doing that. Oh, I had this and that, and you wear this, and I wear this. It's like who gives a rip? I don't care what you wear. If you if you want to know about Sitka, I can give you a good taste because I put it to use in the field. But I give a rip what you wear. I literally don't. You could go, you can go down and and go to Walmart, go to the Goodwill, and set yourself up, and I'll be like, more power to you, man. You walk out of the Goodwill for probably five bucks with the whole skid up. Especially like in a town that has a lot of hunting, you know what I mean? Like that'd be the great place to go to the Goodwill. Especially that's I don't know why I've ne- I should do a video on that. Let's go to let's go to Goodwill in a duck hunting town, city or something, and see if we can get a whole get up. That'd be kind of cool. That's what you need to push new people to. Like, man, you can't afford all this. Go to Goodwill. It's better than Walmart. You probably can get better quality jackets. Yeah, they've been used, but they'll probably last longer. But I mean, I don't know, like. Never say never. I mean, I spent $1,000 on waiters, but yeah, I also got the warranty with it. I, I mean, I don't know if Bandit offers that. It kind of makes me curious. And I'm not against them. I'm just saying, like, that price is up there. That's sick as top of the line jacket is six. I don't even know if it's 600 Is that 500 For their, their Boreal? It might be 600 But anyways, it's a cool look. It looks nice. It looks super good quality. I like the color, but mm, whatever. All right, moving on. I need to hurry up because it's already been 30 minutes. And there is actually, I think that's, I got two more pages. So we're almost done. Hopefully, I I see the downloads. You guys must like these because I, I feel like you probably like, why do I want to sit here and listen to this guy talk about gear guide? But the next one up is Bill Saunders' clutch call. Um, clutch is, is such an easy to blow call. I had to check to see if it was really a single read. Oh, that's cool. It's a single read. I personally like single read. I know double read's easier for beginners, but anyways, it features a longer mouthpiece to make it very user-friendly. The clutch makes the raspy duck sound, ducky sound of a double read and is easy to go from loud to soft with the two. It's good. It's a good-looking polycarbonate call. Perfect for beginners and experienced hunters alike. That's 70 bucks. But I mean, if it sounds good, you know, the double nasty I always talk about all the time, you can get that for 25 on Amazon, but this is 70 if you want to go a little better. And then, of course, we blow the JJ Lures, but that's 120 bucks. So definitely not for everybody. All right, next up, the Stoger Model 3500 Snow Goose setup. So uh, that's 929 And uh, the extended magazine you can put on there, it's 10 plus 1, capacity for those big spins of snows, which is really cool. I've yet to do that. One of these days, I need to do that. It's a three and a half inch gun. Stoger's man, bulletproof, great guns. Uh, my buddy has 
the 3500 three inch, I believe. And man, he goes, man, it's night and day. I love it because he was. I don't remember what he was shooting before that, but he was really struggling. In this one, he said he's doing really good. Uh, then next is Big Al's Take'em Silhouette Decoys. It says it's a 12-pack Silhouette Decoys are super light. Make it easy to tote them around with you. We know that. You can now buy a mixed pack. That's cool. Containing mallards, pintails, and widgeon, which also comes with 12, 12 steel through-body stakes. The realistic silhouettes are made of thick waterproof plastic and outdoor grade ink to ensure they last for years. 72 bucks for a 12 pack. That's kind of cool. They look pretty good. I mean, you could tell it's like the silhouettes of real birds. So it's mallards, widgeon, pintail, those three. Yep. Looks cool. Boss, here's Boss, and they, let's see here, Boss Chin has one of the more affordable bismuth options out there. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> it comes in boxes of 20, so, uh, well, here's a here's a prime example. L let's do the math. I got someone the other day fighting me on this, and it's like, I'm not going to fight about it, but I do want to say I'm not putting them down. I just don't like if it's a little bit tricky because we're used to a box of 25 shells, right? Well, Boss does 20 in a bag or whatever, or a box. Again, I care less if you shoot Boss or not. Um, I just know what I like and I use, and that's just me, right? Um, but I do want to do this still because boxes of 20 for 31, a case, let's see, 2285. Divide by 2. 20. That's 14. Yeah. So actually, is that, man, are they giving that good of a deal? Let me check this because. Oh, yeah. So we do that like this. So 285. Oops. 285. Looks like they're giving you a discount if you buy a whole case. Divided by 10. Yeah, that's 2850. Uh, 2850 a box if you buy a case. So you're actually getting a good deal. That's pretty good for bismuth. I definitely can't down that. Uh, it says it will ship. They're based out of Michigan, and they will ship to FFLs in California. And they said they ship daily to California. So now, if you buy a box itself, it's thirty-one bucks. But let's do the math. Let's just say thirty-one divided by twenty-five. That's a dollar twenty-four shell. Um, where did I see bismuth for? So that's a dollar twenty-five. I'll write that down. Definitely looks like you can get a little bit of a deal. And that might have been something they kind of changed because I did the math one time and it was like 50 cents difference per shell. But <clears throat> the way it comes across, it's oh, it's so much cheaper, blah, blah. But guys are like, man, it's 20 shells. You can't compare that. You got to do per shell. Um, but I think, honestly, I think I seen Bismuth the other day for, and you're probably going to be like, where'd you see that? <clears throat> I believe it was at Kittle's. I'd have to go look it up. Oh, no, and, and Rogers, too. So check out Rogers. Rogers has great deals um, for what it is. Um, yeah, I should look real quick just just because. <clears throat> Heavy bismuth. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I should look because a lot of times there's two and three quarters, but I'll just, I'll be fair. More than likely, that price is for two and three quarters. I could, I wish I would have known I was going to go with this one or I would have looked it up. Um beforehand and got the differences it really doesn't matter to be honest with you like i said i could care less what anybody shoots but just kind of trying to see the differences 
Yeah, see, they're they're actually charging quite a bit on Rogers now. The other day I looked, they, I don't know, maybe it was a sell. There's four shot. They're out of stock. Yeah, they're charging. <laughs> they're charging five nineteen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's uh, who? That's a lot, boys. That is a lot of money. Um, two, two, two. Let me do the math here. Give me a sec. Oh, sorry. I was doing something else divided by two. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's $2.07 a shell. So that's expensive. And then Boss, and that's now that's for three inch. For bismuth, heavy bismuth, that's, ah, see, that's three and a half inch. That's, I knew that wasn't right. I knew that was too much because I was like, that wasn't that much when I looked for it. That's three and a half inch shells. So those are way more. Man, I know this is probably annoying you guys. Hopefully it's not. Because I really want to see. Um, so really, that's uh, 80 cents difference from the, let's say, I think that's their two and three quarter price. So that's a lot smaller, which is fine. And this is Heavy Shot's three and a half inch price. So let's look here. Let's just see what like Midway USA is. Uh, there's three inch, four shot. Oh, they have it actually. Midway USA has it. Holy smokes! <laughs> they ain't the place to buy one. <laughs> they are not the place to buy from. I would say Rogers Sporting Goods by far is the best. They're like six hundred a case. Whatever. You're. I'm gonna move on. I'll talk about it in the next episode or something, because now I want to know. I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to compare it. Last time I looked, it was like not even 50 cents, I don't think, difference. So I'm just saying, like, for whatever for whatever it's worth, anybody on this list needs to probably care less, but for whatever it's worth, there really is not a big difference. I know people brag all the time on Facebook, cheaper, cheaper. It's, it's, I don't think it's much cheaper, but I will get those facts for you on the next one. All right. Also, they're direct-to-consumer, so that's definitely saves money, too. Um, Remington Premier Bismuth. Now, everybody's got the Bismuth right. So, Remington Premier Bismuth, they're talking about prices, $63.99 to $74.99. Heavy Bismuth and the Upland is saying $66.99. Okay. All kind of in that range. And then, uh, now this is where it gets nuts, is the heavy shots, heavy 12. But that's 12 grams per cubic centimeter, whereas bismuth is like 10, 3, or something like that. So way heavier. That stuff is nasty. Like I said, you can make a bad shot and completely just obliterate birds. I would really never want to shoot that at tail shovelers, any of that. But big birds, definitely. And if you can get them in tight and not waste shells... I I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's not as crazy as it sounds when you're not wasting shells and having to take multiple cleanup shots. But they're saying $78.99 to $83.99. And that is straight from heavyshot.com's site. So you definitely can get it cheaper than that uh, at retailers. 
And um, let's see here. They say, since the pellets are both smaller and 53.8% denser than steel, you can shoot three shot sizes smaller than you normally would with steel while still putting more pellets on your target. And they sell it in 12, 20, and they do sell it in 28 gauge too. Here's a new gun, and we're almost done, guys. Here's the Pointer Filtech 4. Legacy's affordable Pointer Filtech 4 semi-auto shotgun series is a gas-operated and comes with five interchangeable chokes, a ventilated butt pad, and chrome-lined barrel with a fiber-optic sight. Looks like a nice gun. The cap, barrel, and receiver are covered in durable Cerakote. You can get this gun either 12 or 20, plus has multiple color options, including Max 5, Mossy Oak Bombland, and Black Synthetic 469, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Try that out. If you're looking for an affordable, affordable gun, that's it right there. I would definitely be looking at that gun. I mean, it's a beautiful-looking gun, especially with all that camo on it for $469. That's a good deal. And they're showing that that's on LegacySports.com that you can look at that gun or pick it up. It's a Pointer Filtech 4. Super nice-looking gun. Uh, there's a Sitka Ambient jacket. I'm not going to really talk about that. A Sitka Ambient and a Jetstream. I don't have neither one of those, but I heard the Ambient's breathe. They're really advertising it heavy right now. And then last but not least is the Mossberg 940 Pro Waterfowl. And it is a gas gun also. Semi-automatic, reliable race gun for three-gun matches. It's very successful. Pro Waterfowl features. It comes in true timber, which is actually kind of a cool camo. And that goes for 1050 on Mossberg.com. So that is our gear guide, plus a lot of my blabbering in between there. Check out California Waterfowl, guys. If you're in California, become a member. Whatever state you guys in, it's definitely great. Support your state that you're in. See what organization does your waterfowl stuff and become a member. And then, of course, Ducks Unlimited member to both those and i think i'm a member to rocky mountain elk foundation too as well but anyways that is it for this episode the next episode we'll have some guests on and be probably some hump hunt updates so stay tuned i think you're gonna be excited about that one and we'll see you guys in the next one <laughs>